0: Good news guys. The NFC is a little bit more straightforward. It's it's actually a lot more straightforward. There are some teams that could make it that are sitting there that, you know, if they run the table. So we'll go down the list, same thing as, as last time. And we're not going to talk about who we think gets home field, who we think's win divisions. There's still 4 or 5 weeks in the season here. So Tampa's the favorite at +240 according to FanDuel to win the NFC. They make it. Arizona +350. They've got Kyler back. They make it. Packers at plus 380, they make it. We could even talk about value. If you see, if you think there's value in any of these lines to win the NFC, you could speak up or you could wait till next week too. But plus 380 on the Packers, if they're able to sneak into that one seed, I don't hate. I think we talked about this about a week ago though, that if I want the Packers, I'd want like four and a half, five to one.
1: Especially if they, well, I don't know. It depends if they have some sort of home field in the playoffs, you know
0: home field's big in that uh, green Bay Rams five and a half to one. They make the playoffs. You can make an argument for them, not making the playoffs, go for it, but uh, they make it Cowboys five and a half to one. They'll get in.
2: They haven't looked too good as of late, but they get in.
1: This is where you
2: might be buying low on the Cowboys at this point here. I'd want more. So we talked about that
0: last week Schmidt also. And, and I agree with you. I was hoping that we could get like a seven and a half to one on them, but because they own that division and they're not losing that division, that's yeah, why. It's yeah. But no,
2: get a home playoff game.
0: To your point, I I think that that offense can come back. And Yanni, correct me if I'm wrong. Like that, that offense should come back. That offense, and we'll talk about <laughs> it. Question mark. <laughs>
3: well, I, I, they should for sure. I think honestly, to me the most troubling thing is Tony Pollard has an injury there. Um, and I think we all agree. It's been kind of that overstated narrative out there that Pollard is better than Zeke, which I don't think there's any question at this point. That's, yeah. that's what we're seeing. Zeke himself was banged up, but I'm actually a little concerned that Pollard is banged up because I, you know, I don't know what that's going to do to him down the stretch for that team. Um, the other really interesting thing is, early in the year they were getting really good offensive line play and that's tailed off a little bit. And, you know, Tyron Smith came back from injury. Lyle Collins came back from injury, but they still haven't been great on the offensive line. As a result, they haven't run the ball that well. Dak hasn't looked, you know, as good as he was. I do think they can and will come back. So to Schmidt's point, it could be a little bit of a buy low situation to your point D I think it's not low enough to buy. I I think that, you know, they, for whatever reason, I guess because they're Dallas, they're still getting a little bit of DAP out there. But I just, yeah, I, at the end of the day, this Dallas team, if they're clicking, I think can beat anyone. But I don't think they will beat anyone. And what I mean by that is, if they have to go up against Tampa, if they have to go up against Arizona, if they have to go to you know Green Bay. I, I just, I don't think that even with the ability they have, I think to me it's like you got those two tiers in the NFC. You've got Arizona, you've got Tampa. You've got Green Bay as that top tier, and then you kind of have that next tier, which is your, you know, Dallas's and your Rams and, and those kind of teams. So I think you, to me, the NFC is a little more top heavy. It does get congested when you get to kind of that wild card tier or, you know, that second level. Yep. But I think you've got your clear cut three teams at the top there that, that I believe are head and, head and shoulders above everybody else.
0: That's why we're having this conversation, Dallas 13 to one. The reason why I don't bet Dallas right now is if the playoff started today. And I think this will be more or less how it shakes out. They host the Rams in the first round. And that's what a Dallas by three, three and a half. Depending. Three, yeah. yeah. And I automatically throw five and a half out the window because you got to win that game and a game. That's a toss up. And then you got to win two others. And it's just not happening. It's just not happening for me. Okay.
2: One thing the Cowboys do have going for them this year, and this is what usually trips them up, especially in those years when they have a – like Yanni said, usually they're used to getting good offensive line play. Usually they are completely buoyed by their offense and their defense stinks. This year their defense is really good. They're fourth overall in defensive DVOA. Are they? They have a legit defense this year, and it's it's the offense that is tripping them up.
0: So that's interesting that you say that because in my mind, just watching the games, I don't regard them as a top five defense. They have, they've shown signs of life. And I know that there's a lot of interceptions coming from Diggs, who also gets burned, but that's interesting that they're number four in the DVOA ratings.
3: I think what else is interesting is they played most of the season without DeMarcus Lawrence, without Randy Gregory Lawrence came back last week. I think Gregory comes back this week. Um, you know, those are two pretty key guys that when all of a sudden you've got Micah Parsons doing what he's doing, if you can get those edge rushers going, I, I mean, to your point D I don't know on the eye test, if they are a top four defense based on, you know, the the stats there, but realistically you get a couple good edge rushers back on that defense and they could be pretty darn good.
2: That's kind of a scary thought thinking that they could start moving Micah Parsons all over the place. Yeah. yeah. They can
1: have him back there roving around. That guy's a stud.
0: Okay. Cowboys five and a half to one. There's a lot more to talk about them in the weeks to come than in the playoffs. Next on the list, they're currently not the six-seed. Washington's the six-seed. The San Francisco 49ers at 25-1. to We talked about them last week. I do think they get into the playoffs. Then from there, we'll see what happens. We'll talk about that in in weeks to come. You can make a case for them having a value at 25-1. to A little bit inconsistent. I still
3: think – I still think that even though they're not on that top three tier that I talked about, and, and they would certainly be an underdog and and have you know struggle with those three. I think pure value, I still think San Francisco might have the best value out of every team out there just because their game plan can travel anywhere. And I think that you know they're one of those teams that they can give anybody a fight. And you guys know that ball bounces funny ways, things can happen where even if maybe they're not as good as, say, a Tampa or an Arizona. You never know. One turnover, one doinked field goal, whatever it might be, could make the difference. I like the way this San Francisco team's playing. Um, I, I just I think they're coming together at the right time. They still can't seem to fully get over the injury bug, but, I mean, they're kind of piecing it together. And the difference between last year and this year is last year they had everybody out at the same time. This year it's kind of one or two guys out here or there, and they're kind of mixing and matching. Yeah. But if they can kind of get all those pieces together heading into the playoffs, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago for as much crap as Jimmy G takes, he's played decent football for Been most fine. of the season. So he's not holding them back. We know they're going to run the ball. Debo Samuel is, is truly a, you know, he's kind of that Cordero Patterson weapon that can do it all that defense. We know they're going to, they're going to put the chin straps on and get after you there. So they're a little vulnerable, I think in the secondary occasionally, But overall, with those odds, I still think from a pure value standpoint, I think they've got the best value of any team out there.
0: 25 to 1 right now to make the case for them a bit further. They're the seven seed. If the playoffs started today, I'd actually want them to be the 7th seed because they'd go first round to Green Bay. Their game travels. I could see them grinding out some ugly win in Green Bay. Then they'd go to Arizona. They yeah, kicked the
3: yeah. crap out of Green Bay, you yes, know, you know, and so they, obviously the matchup, yes. they they figured they can win that game.
0: It's there, it's there. Then they go to Arizona, divisional game. I'm not saying throw everything out the window. We know that they can, they they might be a six seven point dog. We know that they can win in six seven points. Yeah. I mean, this is five six weeks away. The. The margin might narrow at that point, it might be four, four and a half. Yeah, but and then, it, who this knows isn't, at the NFC Championship?
1: This like, isn't Tennessee thinking. and Jacksonville, where we're saying, Yeah, sure, I mean, this is they're gonna win this game. You know, we're saying, right. No, I mean, they could go to Arizona and win that game. They you could know? go to Arizona if you, and win you me, game.
2: if you gave me seven, uh, for San Francisco against Arizona in a playoff game. I kind of think that I would want to do that.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd have to take the point. Third yeah. time
0: playing each other, third time it's like it's the first matchup they've seen each other, they'll grind that out underneath the touchdown. Okay, twenty-five to one, and then we can talk about it because I know they were getting long-winded on this podcast. But the teams that are in contention in my mind only for the seven seed could one of these teams get in the six seed, and then the Niners get the seven. Sure, it is the Vikings who we saw almost blow another lead on Thursday Night Football, forty-four to one to win the AFC. AFC, NFC. The Eagles, fifty to one, Washington football team, sixty to one. To make it easy to talk about this, and Schmidt, I'll, I'll hand it over to you, the Eagles in Washington, they play each other twice head-to-head. If someone wins both of those, obviously they're into the playoffs. If they split games, it gets a little bit more interesting. The Vikings, in my mind, I've told Yanni and JJ, and they might think it's a little bit harsh. I think they're a loser franchise, and I think they missed the playoffs.
2: <laughs> no, I'm glad, I'm glad that you mentioned Washington to me, that's probably the first time I'll ever say that I want to talk about Washington. Yeah, uh, I on uh, fit, uh, DraftKings right now they are plus one twenty five to make the playoffs, and I kind of think that's a good bet because they've got Dallas twice and they still have the Eagles twice. I'm thinking they're going to go two and two in those games. They usually split with the Cowboys. They usually split with the Eagles. Then they've got the Giants the final week of the year, who pff, Giants might be trying to get their coach fired at that point. So <laughs> I, I think Washington's going to go three and two, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. Plus one twenty five. You said, yeah. Here's Washington's path in. They they have figured out something on defense because Chase Young got hurt and they've kept improving. Like something they've figured out something on de- their offense stinks, but they figured out something on defense. Their offense stinks, but JJ and Yanni <laughs> watch their offense do an 11
0: minute drive in person. Right? Wow.
1: Wow. Well, kind of at the fan cave in AC. That was that was. It just needed to stop. That's all we <laughs> were thinking.
0: It just needed to stop because we had money on some props for Tampa. And by in-person, I yeah. meant we were next to each other, not actually at the game, but we were beautiful Correct. beautiful Atlantic City. But they have figured something out offensively to be able to move the chains. I don't see them sweeping. No, I should phrase that another way. I don't see the Eagles sweeping Washington. Correct, Schmidt? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see that happen. Could I see Washington sweeping the Eagles? I think that's a little bit more likely, but maybe I'm wrong on that one because the Eagles have the stronger offensive line. So you put it all together in a snow globe, you're shaking you around. They split those games. The, Cowboy, the two Cowboys games are the concerning ones because the one that should be the easier one to win is this weekend in Washington. They got down to three-and-a-half point dogs. So, maybe
2: like you said before with the Colts, maybe you bet on Washington this week as like your play on them to make the playoffs. Because if they win this week and they get. They're in business. To win. Yep. Oh, I guess division. What's the tiebreaker in the playoffs if it's two division teams? Is it still conference or is it
3: division record for a wild card?
2: I think it's conference,
0: but don't hold okay. me to that. I think it just goes to conference.
3: Yeah, it's conference first and then division, I believe. Okay.
0: So then conference would come into play and then the at Cowboys game is, Oh, that's Sunday night football day after Christmas, Sunday night football. That's a big one. I could see them winning that game though. Uh,
3: Look, they swept Dallas last year. So it's not like they can't beat Dallas, but obviously we know Dallas it was a little different scenario with their quarterback last year and all that. I, I think you guys, I mean, I think you touched on it at the beginning. Most likely scenario is they split with the Eagles and I think that there's a chance they split with the Cowboys. I also think there's a chance they lose both to the Cowboys. There's a chance they could beat the Cowboys twice. But I, I yep. think the most likely scenario is they split with the Eagles. I think the Cowboys get them twice this year. I think they get revenge on them this year. I mean, I, obviously, I've got a bet on Dallas this week at Washington. So that that kind of tells you where my, my head is with those two teams. As
2: Eagles fans, we would definitely appreciate that. Oh, 100. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if it is conference record, Washington is currently five and two. Eagles are four and four. Vikings They're five are four and two. Oh, shit. And Niners are five and five in the conference. So in the conference, Washington does have the leg up on pretty much everyone that is fighting for where they are. Hmm. So if they were to split against
0: Dallas, split against Philly, beat the Giants, they probably grab that seven seed. And look, there's there's still some time to go, and this enters in the Vikings also because say that the Eagles and Washington split games; they go three and two, two and three. The Vikings who pulled that game out last night after being up twenty nine nothing that's unreal and almost blew it. At Bears, Rams, at Packers, Bears again.
3: All right. So, guys, two, would you guys
2: like to take a guess who has the best point differential between Washington, Philadelphia? San Francisco and Minnesota. I'd say Philly because of their blowout ones. Yeah, it's Philly by 21 points. Wow. Eagles have a better point differential than the Packers. Wow. Huh.
0: Just blowing our mind
2: right now. Yeah, I don't yeah. I That was, I'm just looking at it right now, and I'm just like, that kind of broke my brain a little bit.
0: Should we bet on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl? the eagles are 50 to 1 to win the nfc hey they're 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 built the right way like they have the offensive line they have the defensive line they have quarterback play from time to time not consistent they they have two really good backup quarterbacks schmidt who gets it Schmidt, who gets know. a seven seed? Because as I'm thinking through all of this, the Vikings schedule, yeah, it's there.
2: I actually think they'll lose one of the Bears. Kirk Cousins is just such a loser. I would hate to. <laughs> like, just, it's, it's not like anything statistical or analytical, but my, that guy is just such a loser. I would hate to bet money on him to make the playoffs.
0: I agree. He, he's got, what, like 28 touchdowns, four interceptions or something?
2: I know he's having a good year. Like you look at his numbers and you're like, "Wow, he's lighting it up." But God, like, there's just but
0: fourth quarter on third down or not even third down, fourth quarter. If you've got Kirk Cousins or Heinecke who do you take? And I can't. I say don't know what I Minnesota take, was doing I in that game on
2: Thursday, take. where. How are you letting Kirk Cousins throws two second half interceptions when Dalvin Cook's getting like 10 yards of carry? I didn't understand
3: that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Another actually, it, it was so perplexing. I was texting with one of my buddies and we were asking, because it's like Mike Zimmer is the all-time old school coach where, ah, we got a big lead, let's grind right. this thing out. And then he's got Cousins out there throwing it around. Just it's just like, the around?
1: opposite. He does <laughs> yeah, the opposite yeah. of whatever you're supposed yeah. to do.
0: Yeah. It just feels like one of those seasons where the Vikings finish 8-9 and nine. They missed the playoffs and Zimmer's gone. It just feels like that's the ending, or maybe even nine and eight. And they missed the playoffs off. I hope they get to nine
3: and eight because I've got their uh, win total over eight and a half. So I'm I'm hoping they get to nine and eight.
0: Nine and eight, and they lose the tiebreak to either the Eagles or Washington.
2: Yeah. So Minnesota six and seven, Eagles six and seven, Washington and San Francisco both six and six. I think Washington's got, right now, Washington has all the tiebreakers. I think they're going to get in. I it, for to make the playoffs, getting better than even money. I think I'm going to bet that sneaking in just like they did last year. I mean, there's a chance that the seventh seed in the NFC is also eight and nine.
0: Yes, yes, because you have those six and seven teams right there. I think that the best overall team of all of these teams as of right now is actually Philly. But, I do
2: too, but we are biased, but I kind of do too.
0: We are biased, but I try to look at it. Well, we're biased, but look, four to five weeks back, we were just destroying this team, right? Like destroying the team, and they've they've shown something in terms of offensive line. They're they're built well in the trenches. They they got Lane Johnson back. They've gotten a little bit healthier.
2: And it's not like they've been perfectly healthy there either. They had Dickerson come in, and they weren't expecting him to play at all this year, and he's been one of the best offensive linemen in the league.
0: And it's not like they're running backs, which I always say that the running backs don't matter that much. But when you lose all of them, it matters. Their running backs have been banged up: Sanders, Howard.
1: So well, they're going to have to settle it next week against the football team. That's maybe twice.
0: Probably going to have to settle maybe it twice. twice. Maybe True. twice. Uh, that's
1: what that's the NFC East way. You got to settle it, it up. against the team that you on the last week, the team that you just battled, you know, two weeks before the end of the season. So.
0: That's it. Schmidt and I are just happy that that they're in this position around the holidays, yes. because as of That's a couple good. weeks or a couple, a couple of months ago on that one live stream against Tampa, we, we were just chalked it up or like, yeah, loss. And I think they fell to like what, two and five at that point. And we just wrote them off.
2: Yeah. Oh, My but wife they've... got me tickets to the Eagle Saints game as a uh, like early Christmas present. And a couple of weeks ago, I'm thinking like, oh, that'll be nice. You know, maybe we'll hang out at Xfinity Live. You know, going late, maybe walk around the stadium a bit. And then <laughs> by the time we actually get to the game, I'm like, wow, this is a huge game. I'm really into it. And they kicked the shit out of
1: New Orleans. Yeah, right.
2: Trash the Saints. Yeah, the Saints are a team that we're done with too. I think they. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, with the
0: Saints. Saints. Saints haven't even made the cut of this conversation, so. JJ, if you had to say the team that gets the seven seed, and I'm not holding you to this, and, it, and, and you can change it in six days again as we podcast again, but who okay. are you saying? As of right now, which seed? The seven seed, the last team in, assuming that the Niners get in. Oh, Washington. Washington. Yanni. Yep.
3: Philadelphia Eagles. Woo.
0: He's been on the Eagles all season, yep. and he's sticking by it. Schmidt.
2: I'm going to say Washington.
0: I'm going to go with philly because i think that they're the strongest of the teams remaining the fact that washington has the tie break is interesting but it's going to be a two-to-two split here philly and washington and they play each other twice so we'll get some answers jj schmidt yanni great segments here we'll talk real soon i'm sure we'll do this again real soon breaking down the afc and nfc which i'm not sure that many things are going to budge in the next two to three weeks because it's so tight but let's see appreciate it fellas